Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, a podcast where we talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including some new characters entering into the mobile app and catching up on some comic books and just, you know, everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Joel, and with me is my wonderful, lovely co-host, I'm here. I'm just letting you drive the boat. I'm just guiding you. Uh, okay. I'm just not. I'm not going to do anything this episode. <laughs> going to be passive. You're going to be passive. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's Kevin. <laughs> and that's a nice little reference to something we'll be talking about shortly. Uh, but, but aren't they all nice little references? Yes, they always are. You're very good at it. I, I'm always like, where, where's it going to go? What direction are we going to land in? <laughs> I we've said we've had this discussion before. I never know where I'm going to land. I literally decide in the moment. Typically, <laughs> that's what makes so. it great. Uh, but uh, before we mm. get started, like we do every week, we just want to take a moment to encourage our listeners to find a way that you can be a hero out in the world. Um, in the past, we've highlighted things like the Black Lives Matter movement, which is still ongoing and still requires support, especially in the month of February for Black uh, History Month. Uh, you know, talking about the fight against the constant attacks against human and trans. Uh, trans rights mm-hmm. you know in the u.s craziness and just you know the current crisis going on in gaza um find a way that you can help whether that's donating time or money or joining in protests safely where you can uh watching streams that generate revenue for nonprofits, or even just beginning the steps of educating yourself so you can know where to help uh find a way mm-hmm. that you can help be a hero in your own way let's uh try to make mm-hmm. this world a better place uh first and foremost we'll dive into kind of what we're talking about today uh legacy wars uh they finally updated with this new character that has taken like four to six weeks to get here uh and it is rocky the red ninja ranger um he joins the grid he is a legendary attacker class uh character and so now we have four ninjetti rangers at this point um and this is Mm -hmm. actually we now complete the stone canyon trio because rocky was kind of the weird one out because adam and aisha have both been added adam is in twice he's both in ninja form and in zeo ranger four uh so really i think uh, of the like originals tanya's kind of the last one that's not been represented yet they need to add her in i think and then we'll have yeah a lot of characters i'm surprised they didn't add him as uh zeo ranger three honestly because at this point they've almost got all the zeo characters in Mm -hmm. but uh what did you think of rocky i know you're not playing anymore but what did you think of him i know you watched the teaser for him what did you think of his whole gimmick i mean i think it um i think it worked really well um i like i like the character moveset it seems like it's very combo oriented which makes sense yeah um and you know it's definitely uh it's a good addition i think yeah you can tell they're like running out of like ninja things to add to it because they gave a lot of them to adam and then they had tommy yeah and they've done aisha and it's like this one they're like i don't i don't know we'll give them just a couple basic attacks i don't i don't know chain them together yeah Yeah. it's yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah overall pretty good so yeah it's just it's so funny because like they've had they did uh, i know you're not playing so but recently on the app they did a thing where they took away a bunch of stuff they like pause things there was like a, like three days where they had to like do updates and then like stuff wasn't working right when it came back and then finally they released a new character and it's like okay i guess we're still going with this because <laughs> i for yeah. a second when it happened i was like oh well we're just this is the death knell this is they're gonna kill it soon <laughs> yeah yeah but, but 
hey it's still still going seven years later i know craziness uh but uh mm-hmm. with that we'll move on to the world of comics because we have two connected issues to talk about of the comic book world uh, yeah starting with mighty Morphin power rangers number 116 which was written by melissa flores illustrated by adam gorham and marco renna with letters by ed mm-hmm. dukeshire uh, in the race mm-hmm. to reach the match mass do that again in the race to reach the master arch the last ranger anyone expected is the only one to arrive but it's far from over with a deadly villain not far behind an epic confrontation mm-hmm. years in the making is finally here as the darkest hour reaches a fever pitch. But in the twisted mm-hmm. arena of the grid, the lines between hero and villain blur even further. And this battle might just prove to be the end of one character's long journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really... I, we've talked about a lot of the character work being done in Darkest Hour and kind of that's the big thing. Because like, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of like action-y things that are really moving stuff forward. This is a really yeah. interesting because it's like almost like everything else gets put on hold so we can have this like character moment um, between right spoilers Draken and the Ranger Slayer, um, mm-hmm. and it's I do think it's done well. I do like what this issue does uh, because it's the first yeah. time we've really ever sat these two just in front of each other and let them talk or interact yeah. for long periods of time because I think most of like Shattered Grid they didn't really interact aside from flashbacks. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's 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 been years in the making like the thing said um, but overall what did you think of this issue kevin i think it's definitely interesting because it really looks at like draken as a character and we've we've seen him from all these different angles now yeah. and, like we've gotten the full picture of who he is as a character um you know i still i still think back to when he was first revealed in the comics and everyone was freaking out and like they were all like what's going on um yeah so, yeah, it's interesting to see, like, his character arc kind of reach this fever pitch because, you know, that he's he's already had to, like, answer for a lot of the things he's done. You know, he's answered for shattering the grid. He's answered for his crimes on that earth now at this point. Like, he he's really had to, like, wait. And the only connecting tissue he really had was Kimberly. And because when they reunited previously the before the Darkest Hour, like... It was very much a, um, you know, a bridged reunion. Like, they didn't actually get to, like, really acknowledge anything. So this is kind of, like, Draken's, I don't want to say final trial, but, like, that's what it feels like in a lot of ways. Like, he's having to acknowledge and understand, like, what he did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I think Melissa does a good job of, like, so often with Draken, he is kind of like all pomp in circumstance. He's a lot of like posturing. And I think in this mm-hmm. issue, uh, Melissa is able to kind of peel that away. And so there are actual yeah. human moments with this character who is half the time just badass, cool, like evil Tommy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I like that Melissa was able to pull that back. And I do like that she has like Kimberly as the Ranger Slayer have like a lot of moments of just being like, you mind controlled me. You you uh, like took advantage of me like not shying away from talking about that at all Um, yeah and you know kind of calling what what it is for her which was abuse you know you made me love Mm -hmm. you because you know you could never actually have me kind of thing uh i I really like it in the it's i know there's probably someone out there i guarantee who read this issue and got mad that there was a air quotes redemption moment for draken and, yeah. and I don't know that it fully redeems him. I don't think if he was ever brought back, he'd be considered a good guy. 
I do think it's just in the no. moment Draken was faced with a person that he kind of like he I think Draken in the moment kind of realizes what he has to do and like yeah well and also like it one of the things that we've consistently learned about Draken as a character is that like <clears throat> everything all all together like he even though it is still an abusive thing like he does he does love love Kimberly genuinely. Like he yeah. genuinely does love her. It's just with all of the evil and hate he's had, like it's obviously twisted and you know, he's an, he's an abuser and he loves her in his own way. And like, it's still wrong, but like, you know, it's that, I think this is also trying to highlight, like, you know, he's not necessarily redeemed, but like for that one person, he's like giving everything up for her. And he's kind of like acknowledging and realizing like, yes, I've done, he's not, like, fully owning it, but I think he's, like, realized, like, okay, yeah, what I did was wrong. Yeah. Um, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't give him forgiveness, or he doesn't deserve forgiveness, but, you know, it's still, it's a broken, it's a broken clock twice in right a day, right? Yeah. He he made the right, he made the right, he made the right decision for once, but it doesn't absolve him of what he's done. Yeah. Um, I do also want to talk about a little bit the so outside of this character kind of focus issue with uh, Ranger Slayer mm-hmm. and Draken, <clears throat> we do get updates on what's going on outside. Um, the forces of the Power Rangers are getting like kind of overwhelmed, um, and I think Kia gets one of her most badass moments in the entire like her entire yeah. existence. <laughs> um, yeah, because she follows after where Draken is, sees that he went to the Master Arch, and she's like, "Oh, I know what he's doing." Well, if he's going to be a jerk and run off on his own and try to claim power for himself, she's like, I'm not going to give him a way back and blows the Master Arch up. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Go, Kia. This makes absolute sense that she would be like, no, fuck this man. He can rot. Um, Yeah. I did really love also the moment with uh, Dark Spectre and Mr. Smile uh, Mm -hmm. as, you know, Mistress Vile starts to realize, oh no, uh, he's gonna turn on me now because he thinks I failed. Um, she then gives him that staff. And I have to ask Kevin, do you think that staff does what she says it does? Or do you think there's gonna be a twist to it at some point? I think there's going to be a twist, but not inherent. Yeah. But I, I do think that she, I think Mistress Vile has always had backup plans, yes. and I think this is her backup plan. I think I think she has definitely installed some kind of failsafe in the event that Dark Spectre does turn on her, um, and it's not a matter of if, it's when. when. Um, and I, I have a feeling that it's going to be the key to stopping everything. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling, because I'm, I'm just like, Rita doesn't give something away without it having some kind of in- internal benefit for her at the end. <laughs> I'm just like, she just gave yeah. this to you. And of course, like, she wraps it in the like, oh, Dark Spectre, I made this for you. You know, you're so great. But, like, you know, blinds him with that. So he never stops to think, you know, I probably shouldn't take this from her. I do love the like two page yeah. spread that we get in this sequence, though. Where she's like, yeah. there's so many rangers, and they draw teams that we don't get to see very often in the comics. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good, it was a good moment to see them. Yeah, and they're, in, uh, I believe the main Adam Gorham is doing the main panels in this where that are shaped like a lightning bolt, which I kind of love. But then Marco Renner yeah. is the one doing the teams around the edges, and 
Mar- mm-hmm. Marco Rena draws Power Rangers so well. Like, <laughs> I know he's moved on to yeah. bigger and better things, but if Marco Rena ever wanted to come back and keep drawing the book, he does it so well. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But I do love the fact that, like, um, the thing that Draken does, like, I do love that the moment, the final moment between uh, Kimberly and uh, Draken is a kind of shoot off like a stalemate essentially you know kimberly fires an arrow as he hucks the dragon dagger at her and we assume just impales her but no he's replaced the dragon coin on it with the white tiger coin um and that purifies kim and her as her arrow Mm -hmm. strikes him yeah um and i do i really like so uh in that moment like as leading up to it uh melissa does this really cool kind of narrative thing where she repeats Draken's uh, narrative yeah. box, which I like, which is really, it's, it's a thing that comics do a lot where they like take a thing earlier. And then when you get new context, add that in, but I, I thought it was really fun how she did it here. Um, and I, it's funny because it's interesting. <sighs> mm-hmm. It also in the same way that like, it's this moment for Kimberly, like they, it's the Draken and Kim Ranger Slayer moment. It also has echoes of what Ranger Slayer did for Tommy in Shattered Grid. Yeah. Which I kind of yeah. like, too. It has echoes of that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's really fun. Like Again, is it like an exact parallel? No. But it's a really kind of fun thing that, you know, what Ranger Slayer Kimberly did for Tommy is what helped ultimately in Shattered Grid the way it did. Um, and now Draken does a similar thing for Kimberly in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. So it, the, yeah, no, it's definitely a nice moment yeah some nice like symmetry to that kind of thing like a little bit of poetry to it so um but uh any other thoughts on kind of this issue of mighty Morphin power rangers um i i think one of the things i do enjoy is that we do see like i I think one of the subtle character moments i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. um is when uh midway through the issue billy is trying to rescue everybody and teleport everybody but obviously he can't save everybody um and so we eventually find out that um Yale, Bulk, and uh, Scorpina have been captured. Like, they're now taken. Um, And there's this really nice panel after that happens where we see Trini confronting older Trini. Oh, Because, like, because she, you know, Trini's now having to deal with the fact that, like, she's lost two more of her friends. Um, And I think, actually, technically, wouldn't that mean she's the last one of her team? Depending where... Kia yeah, because yeah. well, yeah, because Kia. I mean, Kia will get captured more than likely. I would not be surprised. Um, because Kia. Well, okay, this is the status of where everyone is. Draken and Ranger Slayer are in the, the Morphin Grid. Yes. Bulk and Trin or Scorpina are trapped. Kia is somewhere. So yeah, right now for Trini, she's the last one left. Yeah. Which so I. I think that's an. It was just a really nice character moment to see, and like, I don't know. It just it was nice. It, it is, was a really nice moment. It is a nice moment, and it it comes in bit a really like kind of tense moment with all the other rangers. Uh, what did you? Uh, I don't know if that was this issue or not with a uh, uh with uh Alpha One and Z's body. Is that was that? It was yeah. Okay, that I also was just like okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Oh, this is better." Yeah, it's so funny, it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, 
I do like that we also get the little update with Lord Zed and the Hyperforce Rangers. They're apparently just fighting each other, and it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, he's 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 angry. So yeah. Um, but uh, I I do really like this issue. I think it is a good turning point, and I think it does lead really well into the next issue that we'll talk about, which is Power mm-hmm. Rangers Unlimited: The Morphin Masters. Written by Ryan yeah. Parrott and Rachel Wagner, illustrated by Daniel Bayliss, and lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Picking up right after the shocking events of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 116, an iconic returning character has entered the grid searching desperately for the Morphin Masters and the answers they might possess. But as Dark mm-hmm. Spectre's infection grows increasingly more dangerous, new revelations are uncovered that will shake the Power Rangers universe to its very core. Mm-hmm. I know you just read this this morning, Kevin, so I want the fresh take. What did you think of this issue? It's, um, I mean, I'm still processing it, honestly. Yeah, I literally read it, like, an hour and a half ago. Um, I, I think it's a very interesting issue because, like, we get, we get, obviously we get Ryan back. Like, Ryan is back for this special issue, and so, um... We get to see, and spoilers beyond this point, but, you know, we get to see Kimberly, now purified, interacting with the Pink Emissary and kind of getting on this journey through the grid that's very, like, whimsical and, like, dark and mysterious. Um, and we also get to see confirmation that uh, her she's the last, I think it's, it's, I think it's outright said, isn't it, that, like, she's the last Emissary that's not been corrupted or at least yes. it's hinted? yes. Yeah, and so we get to see old allies. We see the blue emissary fully corrupted. We see the green and black emissaries corrupted. Um, and so it's interesting that Ryan brought all of these elements back because, you know, obviously with Unlimited, he wrote that and that was his baby. Um, so yeah, I think it's an interesting issue that really looks at like, it, it challenges the idea that, you know, in Power Rangers, we often have, um, we often are told, like, if we go do this thing and find it, we're, we're good. Like, it, everything will be okay. And this, this really challenges that trope. Yeah. Um, and we get to see something very interesting where we get to see the Morphin Masters, but they're not all there. Yeah. Mentally. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's overall, it's an interesting issue, but, um, we can talk more as we go yeah so. it, it's it, it's an interesting issue because it is kind of like structured like a dream kind of sequence it's got dream logic and yeah. certain things because like the grid is constantly shifting um i did I, since you've already kind of brought up whether we see the other emissaries i do feel like the issue tries to have it two ways with those they try to make them just the characters that we've known but they then also try to relate them back to the pink emissary and back to power rangers universe in a way Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's so tangential that it doesn't matter. Like, I know the emissaries have been the emissaries for like thousands of years at this point, but I do wish there was a little more personality to it. And like we, it, the impact of the fact that they've been corrupted, the impact of the fact that they're fighting, I wish hit a little harder for me, at least. Um, yeah, that's my one thing. I, I get that that's not the focus of it. The focus is actually Kimberly. It's her journey um, because like the big kind of crux of the kind of mm-hmm. pink uh, Kimberly's interaction with the pink emissary is that like, she starts to question, you know, if you met your guardian angel, the things you'd ask, yeah. it's like, well, why, if you're watching over me, if you've been watching me my entire life, why are all the bad things happen? 
you know, <laughs> why mm-hmm. did I have to go through what I went through? Why did you let these things happen? And yeah, know, why the thing you would ask if, if you could, it's, you know, why would you allow this, the bad things to happen? And like the Pink Emissary doesn't ever give an answer for that. Um, it's just like, I just, her answer is I watched, you know, I, I sit back. I, I don't actively participate um, mm-hmm. until she does later on in the issue. But that's, that's a, yeah. I think a good moment that happens there. But it's a well. I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I I think the big thing that she tries to hone in is like she tries to tell her essentially that she's been trained. Like it's her helping her grow and train for her moment. Like yeah, it, in her mind, like if she intervened, she wouldn't have the strength she needs. Yeah, you wouldn't learn the lessons you need to learn. You wouldn't become the person you need to become in order to do exactly. the things you have to do. Yeah. It, it has yeah and, the, and then that's kind of the the moment kimberly has later on in the issue um because like through their trials and tribulations interacting with the different emissaries um when the pink yeah. emissary decides to fight she actually gets wounded and that begins mm-hmm. to cause the infection to happen to her and then there's this battle between ranger slayer kim and the pink emissary mm-hmm and kimberly kills her we see or at least kills her for now um yeah the emissary says something on the lines of like she's like she's sleeping yes yeah so i'm assuming i'm assuming that we'll eventually get the reveal that like it purifies them but they actually don't die they just they come back well i mean we've also seen remember we saw the blue emissary die and they've come back yeah i mean like um, yeah yeah, I just still thinking about the blue emissary, especially because we saw the pink and blue emissary had like some kind of it seemed romantic relationship at least, or like getting romantic. Yeah. I kind of I just wish there was something a little more there. Also, where have black and green been this whole time? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like it, it's one of those things. It, I like that Ryan touched it. I like that Ryan kind of played with it, but there's so many like unanswered questions. Um, yeah no i get that um and also too i think it was really fun that we got to see them again like they were of course together yeah yeah for sure and then wielding weapons from various like characters too which i liked yeah um yeah and we got to see like corrupted versions of other suits yeah with like rpm rangers uh Mm -hmm. i also i mean doing away list as on art i think does so many good shots especially the stuff with them on the water I just the way he draws the pink in this area is some of my favorite stuff. It, it's yeah, so good. Um, mm-hmm. And just th- then that moment during the fight with the green and black emissary when they both have they've broken the uh, dark bow, the bow of darkness, and now are wielding two mm-hmm. swords of darkness. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very a lot Kingdom of Hearts. Moments. It's very Kingdom Hearts <laughs> almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I do, it, there's this wonderful interaction uh, that is very Ryan. Um, the when mm-hmm. Kimberly thinks she's talking to Billy or like a version of her Billy that yeah. passed. And he's like, oh, give me the coin. Give me the coin. He keeps being very like adamant about her doing that. And she's like, hold on. Before I do that, what's my favorite color, Billy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course the being can't answer it because it's the blue emissary and they, they don't know her like that. And, you know, after they kind of subdue the blue emissary, you know, Kimberly has a line where she's like, well, my favorite color was purple. So. No, it was, tur- it was uh, tur- turquoise. Turquoise, turquoise. Right. Yeah, that was it. That was it. My favorite color is turquoise. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. I just love that. It, it's a that's a very Ryan <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah, no, very very clever way to be like, hey, something like it, it was a good like, and they also did a good job, I think, with the art. Like you you get one panel where you notice that quote unquote Billy is um like he has like a sinister look on his face and like yeah. It's it's done subtly enough that if you're paying attention, you can catch it. But like at the same time, like yeah. And so. and then I I would love to eventually find out what happened to these Morphin Masters. Is it just that like because the grid's being infected, they don't have any agency in it? Because this is a very different take on Morphin Masters compared to like Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, absolutely, it's again, it's a riot thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the moment when they, uh, you know, Kimberly gives the white power coin to one of them, and they're like, "Oh, do you know what the great thing about these coins is?" He's like, "Oh, the creamy soft center," and tries to bite it like it's a, like it's a candy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like that. That again feels very Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the issue, you know, I think it ends with the line of like, "It's up to us to save ourselves," which again. Uh, makes yeah. sense especially for kimberly this version of her that has been through what she's been through has had yeah. catastrophe after catastrophe you know from dealing with shattered grid to beyond the grid to going back to her home and it getting taken over by dark specter's forces you know she's always that's kind of always been her thing is like it's up to us to do it we have to take yeah. care of ourselves kind of thing yeah so she's very on brand it is uh, and also just badass of her walking away with the two uh with the the swords of darkness in her hand yeah yeah for sure so i'm curious what will happen when she gets back you know, when she meets the team and she goes hey everything's fucked <laughs> um i one i i'm my hope is one day they will eventually explain the emissaries a little bit more <laughs> and we'll get yeah. more contacts tomorrow because boy i it's an idea that's nebulous and like they've just kind of d- never really defined it but I, and i don't know that it has to be 100 percent defined but i liked those characters in universe and would just like to have them exist as those characters again <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah uh, agreed but i did really like this and if you know, we we spoiled the hell out of it, but if you're a Power Ranger fan and you like the Ranger Slayer character, I definitely say check this issue out. Um, because yeah. again, like we said, it it's the angle I bet Ryan was going at with this is what if you met God and what would you say to them? How would you? What questions yeah. would you ask? What things would you do? But this is the Power Rangers version of it. Hmm. Um. It's very, just very good. Uh, any other thoughts on this issue of Power Rangers Unlimited? nope it's a pretty solid issue yep yep i am so not sure where we're gonna go next with this event but i mean we've got like what six more months at least left of this yeah before the end so mm-hmm. we'll see uh we also yeah. have uh power rangers the return to check out starting next month i believe so yeah we'll next have... week oh next week oh fun that's gonna be interesting mm-hmm um well with that i guess that'll wrap up our show for today uh if you want to reach out to us you can hit us up on twitter or blue sky at may the power pod or may the power or if you want to send us an email you can email us at may the power pod at gmail.com feel free to send us 
topics, suggestions, comments, critiques. Uh, let us know if you're interested in coming on as a guest host. Uh, just hit us up there mm-hmm. and let us know. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can hit me up on most social media at Thespis Punk. And where can they find you, Kevin? Uh, you can find me on most social media at BridgeMT3 or BridgeMT. Um, I'll eventually consolidate everything. I haven't just, yeah. Yep. And make sure to check out his Twitch streams that he does every week. It's now yep. two or three times a week, right? Yeah, yeah, roughly two or three times a week. I typically do Saturday, Sunday, and then I've been doing Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm around. Yep, come check him out, watch him play some fun games, interact, let him know that you are watching. <laughs> uh, but That's not uh, creepy. That's not creepy. Hey, I mean, you're streaming yourself, so uh, I don't know what true. to say. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're not wrong. With we're about to blow up all of all of Twitch. Yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we head out, thank you guys for listening. As always, we really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back yeah. soon to talk more. But with that said, yep. as always, may, may the power protect you. <laughs>